On this episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast, we are joined by model and DJ Melissa Grace to discuss how she got into both professions, also the importance of mental health and her love for pizza. We also talk about phones listening to our conversations, samurai hairdressers, and using high-level grammar to avoid jail time. Now let's start the show. You are now listening to the Cheat Cutters Podcast with Nat, Raff and Don. Happy New Year and it's another episode of the Cheat Coders. This is episode number 61. I am Raf and here with me today is my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. What's doing? And Nathan Blazin. Yo, 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 yeah. yo. You there, Nathan? <laughs> and what a way to start the year and 61 episode of this podcast because we have a special guest. Yep. We have like someone who's going to be gracing our presence. <laughs> As as the, <laughs> as this day goes on, as this podcast goes on, Such a pun tie. intended. <laughs> she is a model and a DJ. She is Melissa Grace. Give her a round of applause. So, Melissa Grace, can you introduce yourself to everyone who wouldn't know who you are or what you do? Oh, okay, sure. Give yourself um, a little so, introduction. Yeah. My name is Melissa Grace. Um, I guess I'm known as an import model in Australia. Um, I was Hot Import Nice Australia, sorry, Miss Hot Import Nice Australia for 2017. And yeah, I just recently started DJing. So you might see me around doing some trap tings. Trap tings. Yes, trap. So we'll nice, talk nice. about more of your modeling career mm-hmm. and how you came about with it, as well as your. Um, DJ career mm-hmm. going on as well. So we'll talk about that later in the program. But for now, we're going to go straight into what we love doing, which is the odd news, the weird news, the informative news, the news that make you go crazy, which is um, three <laughs> articles. And the first one is, are, are our mobile phones listening to us? So the, the basic gist of this is like when, say, you're talking about, uh, say, for, for instance, the example is scotch. You know, mm-hmm. whiskey or whatever with your friends, and all of a sudden you go to Facebook or you go to you go somewhere, and then you see an ad for that particular brand of scotch. Yeah, that happens to a lot of people. That's that's actually what happened to me. I was yeah, talking, just talking about it. You don't search. Up oh, you and, don't search anything. You don't search anything. You just have a conversation with someone, and then all of a sudden the ad pops up in your feed. Uh, has that ever happened to you? I feel like it probably has. I'm just oblivious to it. <laughs> um. But yeah, honestly, like I, I've heard of like a lot of stories from other people who they're like, this just came up and we were just talking about it. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that like, yeah, they do. Sometimes even when I'm having conversations, I put my phone away because I'm just paranoid as all fuck. So yeah, yeah. Are, you a, are you a conspiracy theorist like all of us here? In do you believe like, that the government is listening on our phones, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> looking through our yeah. webcams and the uh, camera phones, everything? So, yeah. All right, sweet, sweet. So you're in the right place. <laughs> sure, we have no right privacy. Place. Yeah, no privacy no, whatsoever. None so, at all. <laughs> so yeah, continue. What your what your thoughts about it? The... Um, as in, like, do I actually think that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like we don't have any privacy these days. But then again, that's our fault for getting all the smartphones and shit. Mm. But you know, they got to keep. The, I don't know. I think that's the way the world works now. Yeah. yeah. Ever since the internet just came to the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Privacy is out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as you got Facebook, privacy is out the window. Yeah, I don't even so, know what the fuck I'm agreeing to whenever I 
choose those you know those agreement things oh, like i don't know what the heck they're gonna do to me selling your soul probably i just don't know about it because i'm like agree <laughs> But at the end of the day, we, we don't know if they're actually, you know, I think there's an invisible agreement between us and the people who are listening to us. Like, they don't want to be um, known by exploiting our information whatsoever. Mm. Therefore, if they exploit it, then they're pretty much out of business or, so you know, the they're gone. It, <laughs> so But they're, they're doing, using it for advertising and yeah. selling ah, data. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. They're, it's never going to come out to the open and then be like, oh, we're going to exploit Melissa Grace and <laughs> blackmail her for this, yeah. yada, 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 yada. Wait, or can, I, can, I, can I ask a quick, quick question? Quick question. Go. Are Go you saying it. just talking on the phone? Just talking on the phone? Or you're saying like WhatsApp and all that shit? All everything, Instagram. man, everything. So the... Because... So that... There was a developer who created a thing called Facebook Pixel, and it's a bit of code that can be embedded on a website to track all of the things that you look at on the website, anything that you click on in the website. So Facebook yeah, will take that data and like they'll, they'll, they can put it together with um, data that they've bought from ad agencies on things that you've bought from gr like the groceries that you've bought, and then they can um, you know kind of put that all together and then make I don't, they put it into the algorithm so that they can sell you new stuff use that for their ad campaign yeah, yeah, yeah. use that for their ad targeting yeah well, that makes yeah okay. okay yeah as long as they're not exploiting us blackmailing us but putting I, us into jail i don't know i still think the government's <laughs> part of it too <laughs> yeah yeah it is <laughs> that's of course. just me though that's just my tea <laughs> but at the end of the day if you if you don't want to be if you don't want your privacy out there then lose the phone lose the facebook lose yeah. everything the, the, lose this podcast. <laughs> lose the, <laughs> everything. everything. Don't, don't do everything. Just go, just don't just go bush. You have to literally live like a caveman to actually avoid all of this. And that's what they say in this article. They say that um, even if you turn your phone off, um, everything else that you do, it, like if, you're, if your friends, like they, they kind of use their data to like see who you're linked up with and what your friends do and what locations what? you go into. They, they can do so, so much with all of this can, data. So you can still be tracked if you... For example, I deactivate everything. Yep. They, they'll like, still know. You know what? That's kind of true. If your mates still have because I've deactivated then, my Facebook. Yeah, they can still track you through your friends' Facebook, or like other, other where where your friends' locations are. Yeah. So like, just ditch your phone. Get a thirty-three ten, and you're set. Actually, actually, maybe the thirty-three ten is even worse. <laughs> it lasts longer in battery, but like. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. That was an interesting talk. That was an interesting talk, I think, everyone. I, I, yeah. I think the, our mobile phones are listening to us. It's just... Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to listen to us now. I'm just going to turn it off right now. <laughs> turn it off again. <clears throat> anything when a microphone is listening to you, anything with a uh, camera well, we're, we're, is watching We're kind of doing it directly. We're like, we're recording it and putting it on live yeah, quality audio. We're, we're ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah. You like, know, like an 8 Mile when um, <laughs> Eminem's like, you know, putting his, um, his flaws out in the open in the battle. That's us. We're putting our flaws uh, out. Putting our flaws sure. out, you know. This is us, you know. So you can't really do and shit. Why can't blackmail like, me if I'm just actually, what, you know. What now, internet? I, I already put that on the internet, so you can't really expose me. I already talked about that yeah, on the exactly. podcast. Exactly. That's yeah. true, that's true. <laughs> that's the way to go, man. That's Beat true. the system. Yeah. <laughs> Beat the system and clear your search history. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next topic, which is the... Ninja hairdresser who cuts your hair with swords. Sky News reports a video of a Spanish hairstylist has racked up more than 550 million views on Facebook. 
There are several clips dating back to at least 2012 showing the modern day Edward Scissorhands technique. But for whatever reason, this maestro has won over the internet's heart this week. So, what are your thoughts on hairdressers using swords rather than the, you know, typical scissors? I'm just bringing it up for Mel right now. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. So the scenario is, you walk into a hairdresser, and then you sit down. You have your, you know, general chat with your hairdresser. And then out of nowhere, instead of scissors, not one, but two swords get pulled out. And then they start chopping your hair. Uh How would you feel? I don't think I'd even let them touch me, to be honest. Like, I don't know. This <laughs> but he's just... super skilled. Mm-hmm. He's like a samurai. Like, he I hasn't, don't give a fuck. He hasn't Get away from my head. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from my head. Like, even if you're super skilled, there's always that chance of, like, being that off chance that something yeah. happens. Yeah. And I'm pretty, I'm bad yeah, luck, so any bet that's going to be me. Where something <laughs> goes wrong, so get away from I think you're. I think you're fine because you've got long hair, but if Don went to this hairdresser, oh, okay. I think yeah, he'd be... Let's, you know, let's just highlight that I don't have that much hair. Yeah, let's just know, highlight It's that. literally like <laughs> circumcision. It's crazy. Oh it's so close to the skin. So <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> if it was like a shave, it was a close shave, then maybe, but not the way he was doing it because he was like, it was full going ham hacking with at, it, yeah. yeah. Hacking at her hair. It's like cooking like sushi. I'm not really, but you know. Teppanyaki. Teppanyaki. <laughs> That's the one. Teppanyaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't think I'd do that. Ugh. I'm not game enough for that. Unless it was like, you know, money involved. You're like, do it. <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, anything. Like, <laughs> just, just for shits and gigs, then fuck no. <laughs> what's the price? What's the price though? What's the price? <sighs> what's, your pr- what's your price for it? Oh, for that, that. That's like a... Like, thousand that's fine three that's that's thousand? that's yeah. all you need for medical yeah. costs <laughs> oh but like if he's skilled but if he was someone who was just like an amateur was obviously oh f- fuck no 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 i don't think i don't know if I, I wouldn't even 20, yeah, i wouldn't put a price on that one here yeah, no 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 <laughs> a haircut from me is priceless that's priceless. what she's saying yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, she's yeah. Saying. no 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 that's, what they, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, not, that's what they also not say that <laughs> But um, this one, this this topic wanted me, wanted me to lead into hairdresser etiquette. Because as a model yourself, mm-hmm. you experience different hairdressers. And Makeup um, artists. As a, stuff, right? a guy with no hair, you experience different type of hairdressers. <laughs> Ouch. So, like, what's the etiquette do you feel like? Do you, Have you encountered any awkward situations when you were getting a haircut or getting your hair dyed? Um, look, I've, honestly, I've stuck with, like, the same hairdresser for, like, the longest time because um actually oh when i was younger you'd kind of jump like from hairdresser to hairdresser trying to find which one you like it's like a relationship pretty much um and (laughs) you know you find the ones who do your hair shit but you find the one you find the one but um i've had the like awkward ones where you know they cut my hair too short and you know they're like oh do you like it you're like yeah and there's like a tear that falls down but i think if you're one of those people who don't really say anything, you just kind of like just take it and just leave and pay for it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Are you the type to be like, nah, I wanted this, I want well, this, I want that? It's your hair. Like, there's nothing else that can be done. You can't put extra on it. You know mm. what I mean? So you just have to like cop it on the chin and be like, this was my fault. I went to you. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm just the type to just deal with it and then I'll cry about it when I get yeah. home or something. <laughs> just <laughs> but, shave it all off. Yeah. Still Britney I'll Spears. Do, do a don and just have short hair. <laughs> yeah, just short hair. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> but even though like people like actually have, you know, your hair is still complicated in, in the sense that they have to give fades and everything. Yeah. So you got to blend it mm. and do all this stuff. Yeah. So it's have you complicated now. I'd, yeah, everything's complicated. Yeah, I went to, like when I first moved to Singapore, I wanted to get my hair cut and I couldn't go to my usual barber because... 
I was in Singapore and the guy it, this is the first mistake if the if the person cutting your hair is bald <laughs> I, I I know I, they need to at least have a nice a haircut yeah. right or at least have some hair yeah anyway he was cutting my hair and I, I said just like shave the sides and blend it up so that the, yeah. the it's blended anyway he blended it and it was really low and I go no no make it a bit higher make the fade a little higher and he just kept he couldn't blend cutting. it. He just kept going, cutting higher, uh, higher, 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 uh, higher. And all of a sudden, I just had this tuft of hair on the top of my head. <laughs> Everything else was shaved. And I'm like, You're yeah. like, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not coming back here. This is horrible. <laughs> That's what I did to my um, my sister. She wanted me to cut her hair. So I cut it on one side. And I was like, oh, it's a bit too short. So I'll even it out on the other side. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just kept going from there. And then, yeah. That's that's my career with the barber going <laughs> down the drain. Awkward haircuts with the raff. I just want to do a small rant, a super small rant. I just don't like barbers being all touchy-touchy on my face. That's it. What do you mean? Do Why? they touch your face? Yeah, because like when That's they move the around, part, when they move your head like around and oh. left to right, move it back a bit. Then others like, you know, when they're doing little cuts, like yeah, little yeah. shaving right. razors on the sides, like full touching your face. That's probably one of my pet peeves. I'll just be like, no. <laughs> no. So that's... That's that's extra care. That's like um, going above and beyond. Nats likes the touching of his face. Don't Obviously. you, Nats? Yeah. <laughs> I, like so I feel like I, I paid for this haircut. I deserve to be touched a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little massage and stuff and all that. But like, yeah. some barbers actually do give you a massage. They give you a back rub. Really? I, I was, okay, I've never been yeah. to one. you never been to no. one? Why I, don't chicks have that? I, I remember being in the Philippines and I was sitting down waiting for a haircut. And all of a sudden, the guy comes up and he starts rubbing oh, my... Oh, that's Philippines. Come on. They, yeah, can, they yeah, do everything for you yeah. there. <laughs> rubbing my shoulders. And I was like, what the heck is going on? He's like, sir, sir, just give me a massage, sir. <laughs> and I'm like, I just wanted a haircut. He's like, no, no, sir, it's free. It's fine. It's free. I'm it's like... It's part of the package. It's part of the package. <laughs> package. Just the tip me. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted. You see the next person come in and no one gets a massage. It was just you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh really lucky, lucky. Yeah. Actually, no, we do get massages. I was wrong. We get like head massages on her oh you yeah. had like yeah. um shampoo on your hair yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah wash your hair that yeah. was my bad <laughs> yeah 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 i went to a hairdresser like that and then that was probably my favorite part just getting my oh, hair it's so good yeah it's so I good so refreshing you like your hair touch but not your face yeah i, I really do like my, i'm like a dog i like the hair touch it's like a, you know it's, <laughs> it's exhilarating nice. it's, it's like really nice. it's just calming and okay. relaxing yeah, yeah. you'd know if you had more hair but you know <laughs> it's not the case <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nats? Have you experienced anything um, awkward or any situation that you felt in um, a hairdresser? Because Nats has heaps of hair. Uh, I, I wouldn't say awkward, but I like you know I've only started lately taking care of my hair. Like I've I've, I've learned to appreciate that I have hair because one day you know we all might become done. <laughs> but um, you're done now. <laughs> back to that that analogy though with um a hairdresser being um like a relationship. Absolutely right. When I moved to the UK. I felt like I was single again. Well, I was, but then even more so, like even more. I was like, holy shit, where am I going to cut my hair? And I didn't cut my hair for so long. And I went through I went through a few duds, like a few shit ones. And same thing, like the teardrop. You're like, fuck, I look like a, like a monster. Anyway, you know, like when you do meet the one, you're like, the one. you just the know. One. You just know. You don't, you don't have to say anything, right? You're just like, yeah, just keep yeah. Back. And then you come back You're after like, the like again. two weeks, and then they remember yeah, the you. The feeling is mutual. Yeah. It's mutual, right? They'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the sides, yeah, two on the sides, yeah. And then he just does it. Like you don't have to say what you want. You just sit down, and that's the relationship. <laughs> relationship. How it starts. So I've been seeing you the same guy. Tell them like, what you want. Since <laughs> I've been, he already knows. It's just implicit. I've been seeing the it's, same guy. 
Yeah. It's long term now. It's about <laughs> it's committed relationship about, we've now. Been going, we've been getting haircuts for about six months with this dude. Oh, it's, it's a bit serious. So it sounds serious, man. Oh, it's, it's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. Six it's a serious, months. serious thing. He knows, he knows my style. <laughs> he knows you well. I love it's it. Introduce to your mom and everything. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to introduce to you guys yet. But like, you know, you see my hair; it's good. One day. Take your time with that one. It's all right. No rush. Yeah. When it comes to like hairdressers, I think I do have a type. Like the Middle Eastern people, like them. yeah, yeah, they, they cut my hair. Out the hey, best. you know, yeah. you know, back to that comment, Don. How you say you don't like to go to people that are bald. Yeah. I I'm on the contrary. Maybe that was the one off. I go for the dudes. That have other dudes around them what? that have good hair. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the bald guy, but if he has other guys next to him that have good, it's hair, like you're it's going like, to a club well, the bald, and then you the go, you notice that um, um, the girl has been like um, approached by a lot of guys. You're like, she has something. I'm gonna approach her. Yeah. So is no, this honest? I don't understand that either. <laughs> I don't understand that's, that's that either. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to make this analogy work. That was my analogy. You completely took it. You <laughs> really did. I don't. I don't endorse Raph's <laughs> beliefs. That's that's not. I don't believe that. I don't treat the hairdresser like. So, but it's all track record. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to something a bit more serious, which is the next article, which is teen drug dealers escape jail time due to good grammar and spelling. A pair of students, student drug dealers, have been spared jail time after a judge was impressed by their spelling and grammar of the text that they sent to advertise their product. They were found in possession of a class B drug. The judge what said drug? that their grammar and, prun- and punctuate ah, that's funny how I said that word wrong, punctuation in the messages was a high, much higher standard than normally seen from dealers and indicated a higher level of education. So the judge didn't want them to go to jail because it would ruin their prospects in the future. Instead, they were handed community service for 100 hours of paid work rather than a couple of months or probably like nearly a year in jail. It would have been like a couple of years in jail. A couple of years, yeah. For dealing. <clears throat> yeah, man. What like, kind of drug? Um, class B in the UK, I think cannabinoids, so it might have been marijuana. Oh, is that it? Or is that it? <laughs> <that's, that's laughs> I, mean, I like, I like, I we mean, know, we know oh, you stand on this. Marijuana. That's illegal. We know where you stand on this. So. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, because the, they talk about in that article as well that that judge also gives lenient um, sentences to other criminals. Oh, okay. So it's just that, is it just that certain judge or something? Yeah, I think it's just that particular judge. No, no, I think the idea behind this was he saw that these guys are just kids or mm. well, the young people who, young people, I sound old saying that, damn it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Raf, thanks. No. But like, no, they, they, he saw that they have a future ahead of them and they have like an education. So instead of chucking them in jail, he said, that worse. like, yeah, yeah. Like, you still have opportunities to make something of yourself outside no, of that's, illegal. That's kind yeah. of mean. What? What about mean? the ones that don't know how to spell and have bad grammar? They're just screwed for life. Pretty much. So, moral of the story that's, is, that's like, pro- to profiling. avoid jail time, just, um, you know. Have good English. Have good English. Yeah. <laughs> Speak good well. English. <laughs> use big words. But I like the fact that the judge, like, gave them a chance. It's, yeah. it's not every day that a judge is just like, you look like you know what you're fucking doing. Let's give you community service. That's it. I don't know. It's not Like, a lot of judges would be like, nah, jail time. That's it. And then pretty much their life is ruined. Yeah. Even if they have, like... Yeah intelligence or anything mm. uh, yeah. not many judges give them the chance so 
I don't know. And I know in here. I know in Singapore, if you are convicted of dealing drugs, death sentence. Oh, they still have really? death sentences around the world. Yes, I thought that was like. Yes. In the movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought that was is like a re- thing. Like is from this regardless of age? Um, is this regardless of age? I'm I'm not sure on that. Maybe it's just when you're tried as an adult. Um, but yeah, it's if you get caught. Um, and if you're charged with dealing drugs in in Singapore, you get the death sentence. Yeah. That's scary. So don't do drugs in Singapore, kids. How <laughs> <laughs> about chewing gum? Chewing gum is jail time, yeah. You can get fined, and I think there's jail time for for chewing gum. <laughs> you can so you can get you can gum. get um fined a thousand dollars for spitting on the ground. Oh Singapore. yeah, because they're super clean there. I freaking love Singapore. Like everything's just so clean. The roads are clean. Apparently, like wait, I don't know if it was Singapore, but they don't like eat and walk because I don't know. Is that was that Japan? I don't know. Maybe I've never seen like, anyone eating and walking in Singapore. Exactly, like it's like not a thing there. Whereas here, like you have maccas and you like walk yeah, around. Yeah, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing anything. You're just eating and walking. But over there, I think because like the mess it'll make. Yeah. They just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably. Maybe because also their meals are massive. Like you have oh. like chicken rice, which is more like. You know, you, it's a sit-down type yeah, of meal. You're not exactly going to eat <laughs> chicken and rice and, like, walk around with it. with your. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could, but it'd be difficult. really uncomfortable. Yeah. I think the moral is, of this story is, um, like Raf was saying, if you're going to deal drugs, at least make sure that your English is good. Yeah. Be well-spoken. Be well-spoken. And then you have a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so quit using the... Um, abbreviations. abbreviations on yeah. things and yeah. I think you'll be set for life yeah you won't get jail time you won't <laughs> get jail time yeah. you're good <laughs> alright let's move on to the intermission of this podcast yeah uh, so usually here we um, showcase a local artist and this um, artist is LOC with his um, latest song featuring R.E.M and the song is called Incognito Incognito I think it's called Yes Incognito <laughs> He's trying to correct me He'd be like nah. Incognito 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 Swag uh. <laughs> Swag <laughs> LLC Incognito You can't even say Trap that hats. Trap What hats. did you say? I said incognito <laughs> Let me do it one time for the city, though. I'm like a prime D, rolls time to the dough. Yeah. You don't want no beef like a big. 
think you went in, man. Keep going. And that was Incognito featuring LOC and REM. Nice. You can find it on SoundCloud. We'll put the link in the description below. It's funny because um, I was at the recording of this and I think, um, I don't know, I think someone mentioned Incognito and I was like, that sounds like a good track name. I think someone was on um, Google Chrome and putting in an incognito oh, mode. <laughs> that's how I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. My memory is pretty bad. But like, yeah, so that's how the song what is track. It, what, what does it mean? Is it means, search um, like anonymous, secretive. right? Yeah, secretive, um, below the, under the radar, Yeah, can't be seen. Secretive. That so. is a cool name. That's, yeah, a, that's so. a really cool name. Yeah. I, I, I like these background stories. Yeah. It tells a story. It tells a story. That's life. Life's a story. Life is a story. That's life. You know what else is a story that I'd like to hear? I'd like to hear the story about Melissa Grace and her modeling career. That was smooth. <laughs> so good. So yeah. He needs to make up for his hair. <laughs> oh man, this is this is a nice change of pace because they usually te- they give me crap about other things, and now it's my hair. Oh, now it's your hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's today's new topic. New, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. it's all good. It's usually about his abs. <laughs> <laughs> that was his hair. <laughs> Everything is just shredding off. <laughs> so back to Mel. You and I, have knew, you and I know, have known each other for a while. But mm-hmm. you, and and I was telling you about this earlier that you used to actually sing as well. Do your fans know that you used to sing? Not really. Like I've done a few like singing things, like when I'm feeling it um, on like Snap or like my stories, yeah. but it's not something like I advertise being like, I can sing guys. <laughs> something that you keep on, you know, I under, keep that, under, like pretty keep like, sucked down, in. like under like down. And then back. when it's the karaoke moment, you're just like, all right, what's this, what's this guy? It's my time to shine. I've been, I've been working <laughs> all my life for this moment. Yeah. And then start singing. I know the feeling because mm-hmm. I do that too. Oh, can <laughs> you sing too? No, no, I can't really sing, oh. but I pretend I can. It's all confidence. If you're confident enough. Yeah. Then you can uh, sing. Confidence will only get you so far in singing. <laughs> yeah, but, but if karaoke is your is your stage, then it's okay. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But let's start yeah, talking, so, talking about um, how you got into modeling. Um, this was like back in I think end of 2016. I just had like friends who hit me up. To be honest, like modeling was never something like I saw for myself. Like I, whenever I was just like, oh yeah, like um, when you think about modeling, like I was always just like. Pfft, like that's never going to be me. Like it was never something I envisioned or saw for myself, I think because I used to be like super like insecure. And so um, when my friends hit me up, they were like, Oh, have you ever done like promotional modeling? And I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm. (laughs) And they're like, Oh, um, we've got like a car show. Like, you know, you can do promo modeling. You can um, just represent the brand, you know, all that stuff. And then I was like, well, I've never done it, but I was like, why not give it a go? Um, And it stemmed from there. And then I did like um, World Time Attack and that was my first title that I won. Um, And that was pretty much like my, like the first like biggest car show and I won that one. So I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe people see something in me that I don't quite see in myself. So I kept going with it. And then I just kept winning different titles at the car shows and I was like getting... Uh, kind of well known in the car scene and then yeah it went into modeling so I started off like just doing promo stuff and then people were like oh do you ever do any photo shoots and then it just yeah it just went from there and then now it's what it is yeah. <laughs> that's crazy it's like you're like a 
uh, a battle rapper going in the scene <laughs> and just winning all these titles. I guess A battle yeah. model. model. Yeah. That's crazy. So now I have all these titles and now I'm like, okay, I'm kind of done with the car scene now. Like I've accomplished what I wanted to, like even went nice. international for a little bit. Um, and now I'm just like trying to do some DJ things. <laughs> so how's the transition from that? It was like, did you decide it's like, oh, I need to add to my repertoire. So am I going to add, I'm just going to add DJ or did you? DJing is has always been something I've wanted to do. I think music's always been such a massive part of my life yeah. and mm. Because I didn't really pursue singing, I was like, well, I still want to do something with music. And uh, music's always been like such a release for me that I was like, you know what, I'm going to learn how to DJ. And so an opportunity came up, so I was like, let's do it. So got into it. So now I'm practicing and just seeing what my sound is. You did You did a set for, was it One Shot? Your, our sh- your, your shot? shot. Your Shot. Yeah. Yeah, listen to that one. Oh, yeah. And your DJ name is Crimson. Crimson Rose of my red hair but um the most recent one i did was hot in point ice australia so i opened up the show for them and that was probably my favorite set um so far and i got so much positive feedback from it but um yeah they're like oh when are you dropping it and i'm like yeah i'll drop it soon i've just been uh procrastinating that one so sorry guys <laughs> are you sticking with the red hair or are you gonna try to change yeah, colors you, every year you have to change every season when i you... know this is like something i was like shit i can't It'll be like pink, you know, pink started off with pink mm. hair and then changed her hair and then stayed as pink. I, I like the red hair. Yeah. Um, I'm digging the red hair and don't get me wrong, I've thought about changing my hair for like the longest time, but it's kind of like a bitch to get out. So now I'm like, oh, I'm already this far, I may as well just keep it. <laughs> so, because red pigment is like super hard to get out of your hair. So you have to like bleach it again. And so I don't know if my hair can take that amount of damage. So I'm just going to be red for a while. Okay. So we'll see. If you see a new DJ name, it's probably because I changed my hair, though. So no, no, no. I reckon we'll st- I, I can stick with it. Stick with it and then just keep going, no matter what yeah. color no your hair what? is. No matter what? Even okay. if you have the same hair as Don, it'll be fine. Even as short as Don's? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get that, get that high fade. Yeah. The really, really high fade. So yeah, um, like <laughs> you've been in the modeling industry for about how many years? Uh, since end of 2016. So about, oh, about two and a half or something, let's say about yeah. that. So, um, throughout those years, have you experienced any, um, obstacles that you had to face and overcome as a model? Um, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, the social media platform is so big, but when you really think about it, um, for a lot of people, your biggest obstacle is like yourself. Um, I am my hardest critic I am my biggest competitor. I, I'm super hard on myself. And it's not just stemming from social media. Like, that, I've, that's how I've always been. I was like, no, I can do this better. I can, you know, it's all of that. And um, how you see yourself is a really big obstacle in, like, social media because, you know, you put your life out there. And sometimes, like, I'm not really feeling myself. But I think um, modeling has helped me definitely become a lot more confident in like myself. I used to be super into, I used to be super shy, like one of the shyest people in high school. Like when I look back at it, I'm like, I don't know who that was, but um, yeah, it just, it helps. And you know, some people may not agree with what I post, like it's not exactly PG rated, but um, that's what makes me feel confident about myself. And I guess I'm still learning to see myself in a better light, but it definitely does help you out. And if people 
want to do that or if the people want to be like modest like and that's how you are confident then like you know by all means to each their own so yeah I think just the biggest competition is yourself and how much you love yourself um it's kind of hard these days because everyone talks about self-love and everything but as soon as you start putting that out on social media like how much you do love yourself you kind of get backlash so you can't really win these days with people so you can't win with yeah you can't win with anything so it's just about how you perceive it i guess Mm. And you do have a crazy following, I've noticed on um, Instagram. We got forty thousand. Congratulations oh, on that! Thank nice. you. Um, <laughs> with that comes the hate, and it get, it gets amplified as soon as mm. you know. As well, the more followers you get, the yep. more exposure you get. Yep. So how do you handle all the not so flattering responses or comments? That you get on social media because as message a person for your haters, message for your haters. As you said, you were like a, you have some insecurities that um, about yourself. How do you handle that? Um, it is hard, but I think I've been pretty blessed enough to not get it so much. Um, like a lot of my comments are a lot more positive than negative. Um, I'd be a little bit more scared if, obviously I'd be doing something wrong if all I was getting was hate. Um, so I know that I'm doing something right and people like what I do because I get more love than hate but in saying that I do get hate like I get like dms and my most recent one was like it was pretty intense they're saying like I didn't have a job or anything like and that my family was broken which is why I was like posting stuff like this but um that's it's it's very like oh okay yeah and it did it did hurt me for a little bit but I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by people who are like, why are you listening to them? You know, I think it all just depends on your circle of friends and Mm. your support system. I'm like really lucky to have a really good one. Um, So yeah, it's just about like, if I ever feel down, I go to those people, even when it's hard. Um, And I just try not to respond to those haters. It's very hard not trying to respond to them. Like, but sometimes even if I do respond, um, I just support, respond like sarcastically and it's it's yeah. funny because I'm not actually like giving them power. I'm just like, that's nice. Thumbs up. <laughs> like they get annoyed by that because it's not the reaction that they want. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I just try to step, take a step back and if I'm going to respond with something like super hateful, I just delete it. I'm like, just take a chill pill for a sec yeah. and we'll come back to it. And if you still feel that way, just be like, I'll block you. Yeah. 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 It's crazy how like, 90% of what you get is probably like compliments and mm. praises, but that 10% will always get you the most. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's crazy how like uh, one comment about one particular, someone may comment your hair yeah. saying that, you know, it doesn't match your face or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. And then you just <laughs> you dwell on it. Like mean rap, so mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dwell, you dwell on it for like oh, yeah. ages. And then um, when you get the praise, it's like, oh, you look great in this photo. You dwell on that for like two seconds. You dwell until on the negative the a lot yeah. more. Like mm-hmm. the negative hurts like so much more. Um, so it is hard to get out of that, um, that kind of rut. But I don't know. Um, you kind of get used to it. Sometimes I have, have had my off days where like just bore my eyes out. But um, this is what I got into. You know, I already knew for a fact that it comes with the territory. It com- yeah, it comes with it. Um, yeah. Social media, like your life is out there. So you got to expect to be getting some kind of hate. But I remember seeing like this quote. It was like, if you're not getting hate, like, oh wait, if you're getting hate, you know, you're doing something great. Yeah. Like, you know. Which is you. why I, I like it when the guys give me shit because I know I'm doing something <laughs> right. 
<laughs> everything else but his hair but you know <laughs> <laughs> no but for real like you accepting that this is the way it is this is what you've yeah. signed up for is probably the best step to take oh because, yeah for like sure. you know if, if you come into this game not and in, in expecting it to be all gratitude all positive yeah then, no one can expect to just not get hate yeah. like you're dreaming <laughs> yep. so if you know just walking in knowing that this shit's gonna happen hmm. and accepting it as it is and not taking it too lightly yeah i mean not too seriously yeah then that's a great way to go and that's sure. a good sign or that you know because i think you're going to be on the uprise even more you probably end up going getting a hundred thousand out of nowhere so like you know as long as you <laughs> keep that mind state mind yeah. state and keep at it then you'll be fine for sure i yeah. think um it's like for some people who kind of dwell on that I think it's because they may not have gotten into it for the right reasons. Mm. Like, if you got into it for attention, then obviously that's going to affect you a shit ton more. Whereas I got into it because I like creating the content. I do it because that's my artistic release. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, for people who just do it because, like, I want some likes. Oh my God, follow me. Like, you just want people to like you. Obviously, you're going to dwell on like so much hate because that's what you got in for. So, Mm. it just depends on why you got into it or not. So, nice. And how do you separate yourself from that crowd? Because, like, as your image on Instagram and social media, it's easy to fall into that crowd where. People are just wanting lights, likes, yada yada, mm-hmm. this, this, this. What makes you stand out more to um, and differentiate yourself from that crowd that, you know, as that in, just pick up a phone, take a picture and expecting likes and, uh, and you're taking it as a career? I think like for me, it's just one of those things that I enjoy doing. Like right now, like it's just like it's not a like I guess it could stem into career. But right now I know that mentality wise like it would be too much for me um because it does take a toll on you like it's it's constantly like thinking about what am I going to post next but I do it because like like I said like I like creating content whereas look I'm not taking a stab at anyone but you know obviously like some girls just do it to like show off the body for the wrong reasons I do it because that's what makes me feel empowered um and I'm comfortable in my own skin. And even when I'm not and I feel super insecure, sometimes I go to a shoot and I feel like shit. And then after the shoot's done, I feel great because I'm like, those pics are banging. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I think it just depends on what your reason and your purpose for doing it is. So yeah. that's my reason is that I enjoy and I love doing it. And I feel like I'm doing it for the right reasons that help me as a person and if I feel like I'm kind of stemming away from that path, I have people that ground me and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. So. I really dig that you're actually using this as a self-development type of um, oh, yeah, for sure. way of, this is like kind of like the podcast, how we're using it as a way to speak better. And then um, people use music have as good the, English. Yeah, have good <laughs> English and get away with drugs. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then um, also like how people sometimes use um, music as a way to escape. Mm-hmm. it's all about self-development on whatever you're doing so uh, yeah. you taking that step using that as a way to get over your insecurities and become a better person mm-hmm. is probably the right step to go yeah, yeah. oh i'd like to think so yeah no? which is <laughs> awesome you. which is great but then as you get more exposure you are going to get some people who are going to try and steal your identity and <laughs> people who will try yeah. to make fake accounts using the pictures that you posted yeah 
So had tell us the situation that has happened because I've know that I've, I've seen situations <laughs> in your case in your story yeah. where you mentioned it. That's so how did that happen? Look, to be honest, like okay, imitation is the biggest form of flattery, and that's all well and good. But the only reason why it was such an issue is because they started scamming people. Um, like, look, you can use my pictures or whatever. That's all fine. But the minute that you start going to my followers, like, hey, give me some money, that makes me look like a bad person and that is not the persona that i want to be giving off like i don't want to be taking your money like when people buy merch off me that's because like they're supporting me and like continuing doing what i do but if they're doing it for like stupid private shows that people like the person is saying that they're doing and Mm. stealing money off them like it isn't right and i don't know i just feel bad for the followers who kind of like may have fallen for it like even if it was like a little bit of money um it still adds up for that person so yeah like i don't mind the whole like imitation thing it just comes to a point where like too far is too far like there's a difference between like a fan page and then like you know imitation and scamming people to all melissa grace's followers if you want to send her some money send it to the cheat coders (laughs) (laughs) check out you see our cheat coders our little instagram page with uh, with all of melissa's pictures Just give it a little, um, you know. We're not trying to scam you. We'll, 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 we'll make, we'll make sure we'll give it to Melissa. Trust us. Trust us. <laughs> so, so let's, 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 let's make it clear. What's your um, Instagram page? Yeah. Yep, it's uh, melissagrace.x. So anything other than that? I've got my like personal like second one that I kind of use every now and then. It's melgrace.x. So those are my only two. Okay. Anything else is a scam. Anything else is it's a because scam. guaranteed someone's used your photos as a catfish thing. Guaranteed. You reckon? I reckon. I, I don't know. Somebody's using your, your photos on twi- on Tinder or something. Probably. Guaranteed. Probably. <laughs> well, they're going to be mad disappointed like, when like, they see them. Like, <laughs> you well, have maybe- red hair. <laughs> Where's your red hair? Like, oh, I changed it. <laughs> so uh, with this career of modeling, is there an end game for it? Is there something that you are reaching towards? Or is there, is there like a dream job? Or is there something that, is this something that you just want to keep going on and on. At the moment, um, I won't lie, I'm still tossing up what I want to do in terms of the modeling. Like, it's definitely something I want to continue pursuing. To what extent? Not sure. Um, I am feeling like I want to get more into DJing than modeling just because um, it's more of a release for me for music. Modeling, like, as much as I can handle like the hate comments and stuff, it's just not good for someone's mentality in the long run. Um, It does take a toll on you and my mentality and like my mental health is more important to me than, you know, a bunch of followers and a bunch of likes. Um, As much as I love my followers, um, I want to take care of myself first. So if Mm. like not having modeling as a career is what what ends up happening, then I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, and plus when you do DJing, you can just still it's do still a bit of modeling, modeling yeah. when you do your promo and everything. Yeah. So you're yeah. kind of blending in yeah. like different expertise mm-hmm. into one thing. Yeah, and um, I think like in terms of modeling, um, I'm trying to... It's hard because of like the niche that I've grown. But um, I do want to kind of pursue something that talks more about like mental illness. 
um, that's something I've struggled for with like a while and a lot of people on social media go through the exact same thing because they're putting so much pressure on themselves so yeah. I think it definitely needs to be spoken out um, about in what way I'm not sure but you know we'll see yeah, well, like you're that. starting with this podcast mm. where you're actually so, mentioning you know. it. Yeah, man. So <laughs> that's, that's really the more good. that you talk about it, the more that it'll be heard. For sure. So. And especially for guys. Like, guys don't get enough, like, recognition for when they actually speak about it. So, you know, girls have it quite easy when it comes to speaking about their feelings. Um, guys find it pretty hard to speak about it. So, mm. you know, I think... like gradually getting there, as in, like... Yeah, the, gradually getting the there. The machismo aspect has been, like, so... 2010 yeah like nowadays you see a lot of so you see a lot of um guys actually opening up yeah especially with um i listen to a lot of podcasts and then you, mm. you notice a lot of people opening up about mm-hmm. their insecurities and 10 years ago you wouldn't have oh, you no. wouldn't get any of that mm. everyone's trying to be macho everyone's trying to be that top dog but um yeah it's great that everyone's opening up to their insecurities yeah. and anything that's got to do with their mental health mm. yeah that's probably the most important thing yeah. to deal with I think the more we talk about it and the more we say it's okay for guys to open up, like yeah. the more it becomes like not such a taboo thing. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that you're talking about, um, you know, modeling in, in uh, this positive way, talking about it, it being your, you know, self-love and, and mm. you know, empowering. Cause I, that's, that's really, that's really cool to hear for, for me when it came to music, the moment that someone gave me like a bad comment, mm. I was like, "Oh no, yeah. I need to delete everything now," and <laughs> yeah. all of this kind of stuff. And it, that's it's a good message to have that to basically say like, "This is who I am, and I'm proud of who I am, yeah. um, regardless of what some people might think or yeah. not." Um, so I, I I hope that you know other people out there hear what you're saying and and well, take the same so. message on as well. I really like this part where you're actually opening up because everyone sees the Instagram pictures yeah. and they see, you know, it's just exterior yeah. aesthetics, but they haven't seen or heard Yeah, they haven't the really, don't really know who I am. Yeah. They know like the fun loving pizza side of me. Wait, what? But, um, oh, I'm just, I'm known as like Pizza Bay because like, this I'm this like, thing? yeah, this is a thing. <laughs> They're like, um, cause I'm known for like loving pizza. That's why I really liked your show. Oh, okay, cool. Cause cool. I was like, oh my God, pizza. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite pizza? What's your favorite topping? Oh, that's hard because I like every topping. <laughs> but there's going to be at least one. One thing. is, is if, if your favorite. We'll one. do the whole typical, like, you're stuck in an island, you get to choose one pizza with one topping. <laughs> to have for the rest Uber of the Uber Eats can only make you one delivery. Sponsor us. Uh, can I do like a combo, like a half half? All right, we'll okay. get, we'll give you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but I think pineapple does belong on pizza. <laughs> I'm one of those. So like half that, and then like half pepperoni. Okay. Pepperoni, pro- yeah. pepperoni. You, you go with the classics, basically. Yeah, with you the, the classics. Yeah. Mm, none of this. Um, I forgot gourmet. why we started talking about pizza, but I got hungry and I had to bring yeah. pizza. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why we brought it up. We'll but... order some pizza after <laughs> Thank this you. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I was, I was going to talk about pizza again. Why not? Why, Why not? not? Pizza. What's wrong with pizza? Yeah, pizza. <laughs> so, with the pizza... Um, how did, that how did we even... I don't actually know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what's the, what's, okay, for the fans out there for um, Melissa Grace that are keen to know what's your ideal pizza, like, is it going to be pan-fried or is it going to be, like, stuffed Ooh. crust? You have to describe every is it pizza. Is it going to be the New Yorker style, Ooh. huge? Oh, my God, the New what? Yorker Dish style. Pizza. I rate that one. It's mm. massive. Yeah. So, I, what's I, the ideal pizza of um, Melissa Grace? Go through. What's what's the crust consistency? Oh, okay. Nothing too thick because you want to be able to finish the whole pizza. Right. 
So no deep pan. I think that's way too much. Um, the New York style with like that that kind of crust and like that sort of dough, like wood fire pizza. Ooh, wood fire pizza. I rate. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Okay. that one's good with like garlic prawn pizza. Wood fire. Mm. <laughs> How about frozen pizzas? Are you a fan of frozen pizzas? Are you? Look, if I'm not fucked to cook, then that's what's going in. And that's what's <laughs> going in my belly. But you know, that's convenience. It's still good. Okay, you can find some good ones. Just put some Tabasco sauce and you're sweet. Oh, Tabasco. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's so. The one. Life hacks of <laughs> Melissa Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made your own pizza? Oh, yeah. I make yeah. my own dough. It's just way too long. Like, I could easily just pay for you, someone. You can buy a pizza dough, though, right? You can, you buy can but uh, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to make, if you're going to buy pizza dough, you may as well just make your own dough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Oh, I remember how this came about because you're like, oh, they haven't seen this side of you. Oh yeah. yeah that's how. Stuff. I was like, how? So back to the <laughs> back to that. <laughs> so insecurities. <laughs> but like, so you have, I, I guess you ha- you would have a social media persona, and yes. then there's your like your. Personal, and then then there's me. That there is yes. Melissa Grace, who is the the, the person. Yeah. Um, Percentage wise, how many how many how much percent of you is in? Yeah seen by the up the public Ooh. by your fans like is, is your persona very different to who you really are um i think it is because it's just photos you know mm. what i mean you can't really capture someone's personality mm. you can to an extent mm. but um it's not it's not much um in videos like i don't really do a lot of like speaking videos a lot um i don't show what my life is like because it's pretty fucking boring on the day-to-day basis so i don't show that just eating pizza yeah it's just always eating pizza (laughs) you should do a pizza like uh um you know how people like to try different pizzas Mm -hmm. you should do one like a a, we should do that with a mukbang mukbang of eating pizza that would would go crazy (laughs) anywhere there's pizza i'm there (laughs) definitely definitely. oh oh i got a pizza tat like on me that's how much i love pizza so okay is it a slice or is, yeah, see, a slice or is it a full pizza? It's a slice. Oh, there you so go. It's pretty dedicated yeah, to pizza. See. So literally, you can say that the Instagram fans and followers only see a slice of pizza uh, of yeah. you than what yes. than in the real life. All right. Cool. Yes. Pundiful. So pundiful <laughs> there, Raph. But yeah, they honestly don't see much of this side of me. Only unless like, you know, they meet me at car events or something or at, at a meet and greet. But even then, like it's very very minuscule because i don't spend like the whole day with them you know what i mean like i see them like oh hi how are you all that stuff um yeah i think and that's why i think when people actually get to know me they're like oh you're really different from what i expected which is a good sign which is a good sign unless they're, unless they're like you're weird <laughs> um but yeah usually i get that they're like oh you're super different from what i expected i'm like well you know you um what were they expecting i don't know i think they like expected me to be up myself and like, I don't know. Cause even now, like I don't even really like to consider myself a model. Cause I don't know. It okay. just seems like it feels weird to call myself that. Like I'd shy away from this it. This is the modest part of you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, you're super like humble. And I'm like, Oh, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, people are just super <laughs> surprised. Cause yeah, they like, I keep my circle very small. So when I do meet people, they're like, Oh, they just have this, um, perception of yeah, you. perception mm. of me that you know I'm like a thought. I'm gonna, you know, steal what? your man. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> I, thought, I was like, I didn't want to say uh, slut because I don't know. That just seems so like, like the the G. Not yeah, G, it's like, like pullback version of it. It just seemed more right. casual. Just, right. 
slightest. No, no, no. Thought. It's just, I thought you said. I thought you meant thought, as in like thought. Oh, thought. thought. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is yeah. old age coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool Jeez. with the lingo. Yeah, <laughs> Raph knows the go. Yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend somebody to take the path of modeling that you that you took? Like, um, if that's what they want to pursue, yeah, for sure, go for it. Like I say, um, do you? Yeah. Um. If you think you can do it, go ahead. Like, just don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Mm. Um, and just continue to love yourself if that's what you're going to get into because it's a very hard self-love game. Mm. So, yeah. If there was one advice, one advice, one important advice to give to someone who wants to be a model mm-hmm. and aspires to take that career, what would you give them? Um, probably that your mental health is the most important And you should take care of yourself first before wanting to pursue something like modeling or anything for that matter. Um, Take care of yourself first. Yeah. Sweet. I like that. It's nice. So once again, thanks again for joining. Thanks for having me. Um, Sorry, Nats, you like barely spoke. He, in the middle of it, he went to get coffee. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you, you guys are boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Melissa Grace, it's where can they find you on social media? Uh, so my IG is melissagrace.x or melgrace.x if you want to see like, I don't know. I think I put some traveling stuff on there. Just personal stuff. Yeah, just personal stuff. But those are my only two, okay? Do not... I've never scammed. seen you. I've never seen you post anything about pizza. Oh, I do it on my stories all the time. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't watch your exactly. stories. Exactly. He doesn't follow me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Shit. Dude. I'll do it right now. No, no, right no. Now. It's okay. I don't want your pity follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, thank like, you so much for having me. No worries. All all good. Thanks again. Um. So this part of the show is called the Cheat Coder Stash. We have a Spotify playlist where we every single episode, each of us, including our guests we'll put in a song that we've been jamming for the past week or something okay. that we like. It can be a flashback. It could be something new. Um, as long as it's on Spotify so we can put it on a playlist, it should be awesome. So, Don, let's start with you, as I, usual. I just sent you the track. All right, so this track is called To The Moon by Tokyo, Teddy Jackson, and Grace Webber. I love this track because it's like... Got that... That bass line, really, really catchy bass line. It's really, really funky, man. I heard this the other day and I was just... It's a dance track, like it's, it's dancey, it's funky, it just, I love that bass line, that bass line just moves, yeah. Yeah. And the, the singer sounds, when she sings straight to the moon, she sounds like Alicia Keys. She doesn't sound like Alicia Keys. <laughs> I take that back. When she sings straight to the moon. But yeah, man. That bass line, I love it. And that was To The Moon by Tokyo. Mm. So Nathan Blazin, all the way in London, making coffee and shit. Um, (laughs) What's your arm? so lit. 
that was that was way too lit. <laughs> What's your pick for this um, this week on the Chico the Stash? Um, I've been on a real. Um, do you guys know? You know, it's no eighty eight rising, eh? The the Asian dudes, uh, Rich Chico yeah. and all them. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I've been on that. I've been on that vibe, man. Like I discovered one song and I kept going, and I discovered Joji. It's really cool. Anyway, um, his new album. I don't know if it's new, but it's called Ballads, and this song's um, slow dancing in the dark. But when I first heard it, it seemed like a normal song. I think like you need to see the video because it really like. I don't know. It's good. Nice. <laughs> it makes, it makes the song. You need the video. You need the video. Because wait, basically he's like, oh, he's just dying in the video. That's it. I don't know. What, there's, there's deeper meaning. So this is slow dancing in the dark by Georgie. And he's dying, and he's dying. Picture him walking and dying. Yeah, I can picture it. Wait, wait. He's dying and walking, so he's kind of like... You're not good at, you're not good at this. <laughs> it sounds like a dreamscape type song. I was going to narrate, but I don't know if you guys can hear me. We can hear you, man. I'm just going to vibe to it. like this sad kind of ballad, right? That melody sounds familiar. Ah, this song. I've heard this song. It reminds me of a Hoobastank song. <laughs> Hoobastank? Do you know? Yeah, that's the reason. Oh, is it the reason? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Hoobastank. Yeah. That's like their only song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and that nice. is Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. You okay, man? So it's, it's a sad <laughs> song, <bro. laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We just want to check, Nats. Loud. Are you, are you all good, man? I just can't talk loud right now. <laughs> So, um, uh, Mel, what's the song that you want to put in the Chico to stash? Uh, so I chose Body Smile by Division. I saw him yesterday live hey. and he was amazing. Like, he sounds so good live. And this song just, you could see, you could literally see when this song came on, all the girls getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's and pretty much every song that he sang. But this song, like, whew. Nice. Let's put it on. Cause... <clears throat> so Don, prepare to get wet. Because <laughs> I'm going to play Body Smile by Division. He's such a good song. He's so good. He's, so, he's an awesome artist, man. Oh, he's so good live. Everyone's going with a slow vibe today, except mm-hmm. for Don. Yeah. <laughs> Don's too happy. I was going to go for a slow one as well, but... Everyone's just thinking about shit. We're, we're, all, we're all thinking about our significant <laughs> others right now. <laughs> He, like, his tone of voice reminds me of Genuine And like the, the style that he sings I'm surprised that this song didn't get any of that mainstream appeal Like it, it didn't make it like on the, like, the charts or whatever But this is like one of his best songs I think it's too slow for the chart But then you have like the Sam Smiths and the Adele's and stuff this song's up there but they're already mainstream mm. so they can mm. do that you'd, you'd expect this song to be on like 
like a romantic movie. I think one of those scenes. Oh, no, I'm picturing I feel like, like this is like Korean. the sex scene, like when they like are about to do it, and then the sun comes on. No, no, no. He, he's he's running, so the the guy's running through the rain to the girl's house, and he's like he rings the doorbell, and he's standing there. Yeah, trend. and then they're like start kissing and shit, and then this is where they do it. <laughs> and then, that's yeah, sweet. Yeah. So when the chorus hits, they're in bed. Yeah, see? boom. There. She's like falling onto the bed. <laughs> I could tell these guys were just watching my book. That's pretty much the premise of that. That fucks man. So I, need, I, think I, I think we all need a towel now, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> and that was Body Smile by Division. Nice. Okay, um, so for my track, that's such a good song, by the way. My track I chose Better Than Before by, I think it's Tony Stiff. Or maybe it's just Tone Stiff. So this is his song, and it's called Better Than Before. It's got um, a Bryson Tiller type of feel. Yeah, it does. With that trap soul mm. style. Damn, I should have went with that slow track. <laughs> should have went with that slow track. Oh, well. Too late, man. <laughs> <laughs> Similar sound to the vision. Yeah. And, uh, it's called Better Than Before by Tone Stick. So Tone T O N E Stick S T I T Stitch without the C. I love when it's just that kick and the snare. That's all I need. And it's just mm. all that emotion coming through in between the kick and the snare. Man. Loving the vibe that we everyone's got this way. <laughs> this yeah. The vibe's nice. <clears throat> <laughs> and that was better than before by Tony Stith. I'm Damn. saying Tony, not Tone. Nice. Can I can I play another one? It just gets nah, to, to nah, kick nah. the. And that is another episode slow. of. <laughs> <laughs> just to be in the slow vibe. I just want to be playing these like trap soul songs now, man. Nice. So thanks again to Melissa Grace for joining us. Thanks, man. And me. actually opening up and talking about all that you've been through, and where you're going. So hopefully they could um get a lot of knowledge out of that so yeah. thanks again and follow her on instagram um all the social media outlets and yeah so that's a that was a good episode guys cheers so <laughs> yeah anything that um don and nathan blazon have to say before we leave um follow us we're on uh itunes podcast android podcast spotify now on spotify Ooh. yeah yeah new episodes coming out this yeah, listen year listen to us Ooh. Sweet. All right, cool. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, this has been another episode of The Cheat Coders. Thank you for listening. Follow the podcast at The Cheat Coders on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and all podcast platforms.